as I'm recording this, uh, I'm also going on Instagram Live as well, because <clears throat> who doesn't want to hear like raw, uncut footage, aka me fucking up a lot and starting over, and then the proof is right here. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah, so I want to talk about The Army of the Dead. That's Zack Snyder's new movie. I gotta say this about Zack. I love Zack, sort of. I think he's a great, talented director. I think what he does really well, one, it's the color grading. His movies always look really, really good. I think the other thing that he does really well is he knows how to take a, a movie and make a symbol out of it, even if sometimes it's a bit of a stretch, which, you know, that happens in, a lot of times with other directors. The thing is, though, and this is, I get confused by this because I always feel like I need to ask other people about it, where... What, what is a signature of a director versus what is a director who is just doing the same thing over and freaking over again? Because I think of like, I'll think of like Tarantino, right? And you know a Tarantino movie when you see it. You'll, you'll look at his movie and, and there's a certain type of aesthetic, there's a certain type of tone, there's certain actors that you look at and you go, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm watching one of Tarantino's movies. Unless you're a big cinephile, cinephile fan, and you know, there's a feeling. There's a feeling you get. Same thing when you watch like a Steven Spielberg movie. You just know what it is. It just it has a certain feeling to it. What you're watching it and going, there's something about this has like a John Williams sound to it. There's a certain level of charm to it. But I feel like you know where those guys they have like a signature to them. Zack Snyder is not, he doesn't have a signature. It just feels like that man has been making a movie 900 times already. Like he is just making 300 over and over again. The, the difference though, I think, and this is where I want to get into this movie. It's like this movie, is, it's like a parody of itself, right? It's like Zack Snyder is taking his idea, right? Or at least the things that people notice about his movies and he's taking them, he's cranking them to like 11. He's like, yeah, you want slow-mo? Do you want slow-mo? I'll give you all the slow-mo you want. I'll give you freaking, I'll give you zombies that are gonna be going already walking slow and then the frame rate's gonna go to like three. He does that, he just plays into it. I, which I guess that's interesting considering that you always wanna go like tongue in cheek with it. I, and I think that goes for any other director who does that. I think of like Wes Anderson. He's been kind of doing that lately. It's like he's in on his own bit. Um, I think the thing is though that, that I'm more complaining about with this is that I feel like sometimes Zack Snyder is really just making 300 over again. Um, and he has not been able to escape that for some weird reason. It's like, sure that worked for him well. And there's always that old saying like, a broken clock is right twice a day. And Sure, you could look at something like Watchmen. What's, go what's going on, Vintage Mike? Um, like I said, I still got the IG Live. Um, like, he'll make a movie like Watchmen or like <clears throat> Justice League, and you just look at it and go, dude, can you, can you get like a new bit or a new style? Because I really feel like a, you, you really are just making the same movie. And I, I want to be quick to just judge that, which I, I think that's not fair in any sense. Because it's like, shouldn't that be a signature? But it's like, maybe it's just, it's not a good signature, right? It's like the things that he puts into his movies that you go, I want this to feel and look 
like a Zack Snyder movie is a thing that kind of takes away from his movies in general because it's like sometimes the slow-mo just doesn't work. You know, I get it, man. You have a lot of religious symbols in your movie. Shut up. Shut up. True cinema. Shit, you don't know. Like I said, I still got the IG live on. <clears throat> Where I, I look at like his movies and I, I go, God damn, man. There's something, there's something really good here, but a lot of times it gets flooded with kind of your own BS. And I'm not crazy about it. I, I feel like if Zach is ever going to switch it up or if he's ever going to kind of make a movie as good as 300, he's really got to he's, he's try something different. And I think Army of the Dead does that too. Mm, I think it does it to a fair point because I'm looking at this movie and I'm wondering, are you playing into your own bit or did you genuinely make a movie that was like, dude, I have like a passion project. I'm just going to throw like everything I know into this movie. Because either this movie is secretly brilliant, like on a James Gunn level brilliance where it's just chaotic and there's a lot of things going on or holy god bro you just made like the most cliche movie and this is just gonna go in the bottom bin of a five dollar walmart thing right it's it's really it's either or here because army of the dead i'm gonna keep saying it again he plays into his his own bits right there's a lot of things that are very slow-mo there's a lot of color grading. I'm, I noticed a little bit in this movie, and this is maybe only because it's a Vegas uh, setting, is that there's a lot of color and a lot of, a lot of bright neon lights. <clears throat> and it's, hey, that's cool and all. I think that works for Vegas. It is Vegas. Um, but yeah, let me just get into the movie in general. Uh, yeah, Army of the Dead, this is his zombie movie that he's, he's made. Uh, there's a lot of hype for it going on Netflix. Um, the, the last time Zack made a, a, a zombie movie was Dawn of the Dead. And Dawn of the Dead is just, it's fine. I, th I think it's really fine. I think it's, if, out of all his work, it's probably a little bit better than like, maybe like a Watchmen. I'll give him like a Watchmen. It's probably better than that movie. Um, but in this one, he's, this is a total, it's not even really scary. Um, the thing is like with this movie, he just playing into like a video game. Like this movie plays out just like, like Suicide Squad. This movie plays out a lot. Like I've seen people compare this to Zombieland. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put this on that level of fun because Zombieland is a comedy in its own right. And it just, there happens to be a lot of zombie killings. I wouldn't really call this a comedy more than it's just a lot of people are shooting guns and there's a lot of explosions going on and he really wanted to play with that, right? I also seen too that like he's trying to make this into like a universe or, or something, which is already, come on, buddy. We gotta, we gotta cut the crap. We really gotta cut the crap. You, you tried it once, it was fine. Get over it already, man. We don't more of this like, hey man, I'm gonna try to do like seven movies at one time. It's like, they're all gonna be the same. Um, but yeah, look, Zach, I know I'm all, I'm all over the place talking about this, but it's like either I, I really like this because I just felt like he, he's playing into his own bit where it's like it's tongue-in-cheek and it's like I can respect that because it's, it's, it takes a lot for somebody creatively to look at their art and go, there's some form of mockery toward it. And I, I get that, you know, some people are like, no, you don't, you don't understand it. It's like enough fans look at you and go, yeah, man, you, you do this a lot in your movie. 
right? And then somebody goes, huh, interesting, I never noticed. I'm gonna really play into that. Thank you for, thank you for pointing that out to me. And uh, in, in this one, you have a fairly, fairly noticeable cast of people. The only, the only big name going into this was uh, Dave Bautista. Uh, the rest of the people I've seen in, in other works, sort of, fairly, there's, there's an actress in this that I have seen in, like, Nacho Libre, right? That's the only thing I like, oh, that's a Nacho Libre nun chick, right? That's the only thing I know her by. Um, Yet yeah, Batista's in this. Batista's great. Again, though, again, what, what is the problem? What's the problem, Dave? What, what's going on here, man? Why is it that every wrestler who's in a movie doesn't ever do their finishing move anymore. What happened? What happened, dude? Are you guys all high and mighty? Is, is that what's going on? You guys think you're better than the WWE now? Is that you are neglecting the people that put you in this spot? Remember, I want you to remember that, Dave. All right, every WWE fan, we put you in those You owe us a Batista bomb every single movie, every single movie. All right, don't it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're doing a stupid, freaking rom com where you're with the uh, freaking Winona Ryder. I want to see you Batista bomb Winona Ryder in that movie right before you make out with her because she was your true love. Doesn't matter. I want a Batista bomb. You did not give me a Batista bomb in this movie, and I'm very frustrated. I'm very frustrated at you, Dave. Yes, yes, Dave. Batista's in this, but Batista always he surprises me sometimes because it's like. There's some wrestlers who get out of the business and then you go, yeah, at some point you'll go back, right? At some point you'll, you'll do something. Uh, Dave has not had that yet. And I'm, I'm very interested in it. The only reason I'm saying that, I'm not saying he's a bad actor or anything. I just, I feel like the movie market right now is getting a little oversaturated with, with wrestlers. I think The Rock is still very much on top. You have... Cena, who has been coming in. Um, oh, and now you have Batista as well. I mean, Hogan did it for a, a long time in the in the 80s and just could not couldn't really cut it. Uh, but I'm noticing now like there's an influx of these WWE guys who are coming in. And look, man, you know half of wrestling is acting anyways, right? It's the fact that you have to bring people in. So I'm not saying that they don't know what they're talking about. I'm just noticing that transition. A lot of times it's like. You do a bunch of crappy movies, you know, you're the big buff guy, you, you say a bunch of dumb lines, then you go back to wrestling because you didn't cut it out. Um, but I'm, I'm proud of Batista for this. I think if he could really make a name out there, I think right now the thing that really held him on to was just Drax, and I think that's a good way to, to come into this. It's like, you're gonna be in a movie where you have to be in it numerous times. Right, you have a literal franchise going here where you have three movies easily, then you have your involvement in Infinity War and your involvement in Endgame. It's like you're, you have to be around for a while. And then that around creates a name for you because you, you've been in these movies enough times where you feel like you know, you're more than just the background guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, now you've become a bigger player. <clears throat> and I've seen that transition too, coming into it fairly, where he's doing like, uh, a movie with like Kamal Nunjiani, if I'm saying his name right, in some like spy movie. Um, there's been massive speculation going on about him doing some type of Gears of War movie for God knows how long. It's been going on for like three years already. 
Um, but like, let's just say that works out for him. I think that could work out really well because that's, again, that's still another franchise. If it can work that way. It's a video game movie. You always got to take it tongue-in-cheek. But, and this is the, the thing I like about it too, it's like if, if he could be the guy who really picks it up, he'll take that market forever. Right, that video game market that I'm the new buff guy, you know, I'm kind of the stoic, you know, I, I matter kind of guy. And he, he does that really well in this movie. Um, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, Batista's dead. He turns into a zombie. Um, but in the process of him, like, in, in the movie, he really is just kind of like a, a dopey dad who had to kill his wife. And he's just trying to figure it out, right? His daughter doesn't want to talk to him. It's like they gave him enough to work with in this movie where he's not just Batista the wrestler taking a gun to a green screen and just pretending to mow down zombies. That's not him. I, I did appreciate that. I think out of every character in this movie who is more just fodder for death, um, he's the best fodder out there. I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna look up the rest of the cast here because God knows, man, I so ill-prepared oh my god what can what can i say i'm such a terrible host let's let's look this up like i said the chick from freaking nacho libre is in this dude i i know it's so disrespectful but like like she hasn't made like a big name for herself since then you know she's the chick from freaking freaking nacho libre uh let's see here Ah, yes, okay, so it looks like Batista's also going to be in Dune. Uh, dude, imagine if, like, he kills it in Dune. I don't know if he's going to play it in Dune, but, like, to the point of there becomes a sequel to Dune and he becomes, like, the bigger player. I'm just I'm just saying here, like, it'd be awesome to see Batista really jump into that. Her name's Anna Del Reguero. Okay, awesome. Right, there you go. I, to I totally knew that from the beginning. Right, it's so weird because, like, in this movie, it's, it's such the... And, and this is what I was complaining about in the beginning of, like... The movie starts with them all killing some some zombies. You don't know why they're doing it. I guess they're like some SWAT team who comes in and kills some zombies and get out. America has completely blocked off all these zombies in Vegas, like created this wall. And so now there's this really rich guy in Reno who's like, dude, I have like $200 million. I need you to put together a team to uh, help me out, which you'd think... Why are you asking that one guy for, like, help from another team? Like, wouldn't you just go in and go, I have a team already ready. You're one of the small pieces. No, hey, I need your help taking all my money out of Vegas. You wouldn't happen to know any other people who are really good at shooting zombies, would you? It's like, God, man, that guy was probably less repaired than I was. God damn. Uh, but, yeah, and, and Batista immediately goes into the, like, he starts recruiting people. And my, this is like, I have two favorite cliches in a movie. Two favorite cliches. These, cl these cliches never fail. When, when, like, when they happen, I just immediately get the best laugh out of it. One, and this is the one that's in this movie, right? It's the, hey, man, I'm putting together a team. And then the guy comes, the guy he's talking to is like, nah, bro, I'm retired. And it's like, well, what if you just help me? All right, I'll do it. And then that's it. That's that's the whole thing, right? He goes to people, nah, bro, I'm out of the game. There's going to be a lot of money involved. I'm back in then. <laughs> he just does that for everybody. Every single person in this movie. Um, actually, I'll, I'll take that back. That's not really how it plays out in this movie. I will say, I give it the, the cast and crew for this. Because, again, they're kind of just fodder for zombie death. 
they at least all had a little bit of their own personality going in that when I went to go see them in this movie, or at least as I saw them kind of going throughout the movie shooting zombies, I didn't feel like I didn't know who was who. And I, re I really actually quite enjoyed that. There's like a guy who cracks safes who's like gay, I think. I, it just That's the way it kind of came off. Um, you had like a YouTube guy who shot zombies and he was really famous for that. You have a uh, like stoic black guy who's like, it, he reminded me of the guy from uh, like Mortal Kombat. Big army dude who's just like super buff. He's going there. He's just like, he's pissed off at all the people he has to work with. There's like this chick in a helicopter who's just like, $2 million to do what? Yeah, whatever, I'll do it. Zombies, I don't care. It's $2 million, I'll take it. And the, the best part too is like, Batiste is getting a little cut of this money. And then uh, he goes down to like all the people and all of them slowly are like getting less and less money. It's like, you, you're getting like a million dollars. You, you're getting like $150,000. You, you're getting $2,000. You, you guy, and that's kind of important, but not really, you're getting like 20 bucks. And then somebody else is like, you get the experience. That's what it is. Like all, all of them just got lowballed into like their potential death. Um, I, I'll get into like the actual action of the movie. Um, th this is a complete shoot 'em up. Like Zack Snyder went balls to the wall on this one as far as like it as far as like his action as far as like shooting and, and things like that like this felt like a fallout call of duty zombies type of movie this this is exactly how it would play out like this would have made a great video game because he doesn't hold back his punches like that i did also really appreciate too that a lot of times when you get into these movies where there's a light of like hecticness and chaos and it's, it's really weird you get these like moments where the camera is just like cut, 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 show you, cut, 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 show you, cut, 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 you right, and then it's like you know it'll be in like a dark room and zombies are just coming and there's very very poor CGI. And this one he does not do that. Matter of fact, he does this really cool thing where he'll show a zombie like really like out of focus, like where the background will be all blurry, and then the the front of it you'll see like the zombie. So it, it almost felt like sometimes I was watching like this movie on like an iPhone or like, you know, as you're shooting stuff with an iPhone, it kind of, after a while, it just kind of rotates and I, th I think I'm saying the word right, rotate or uh, it'll, it'll, the focus will go in and out on kind of diff different stuff. And I, I did quite like that. It, it was a lot better than just having a bunch of CGI zombies just kind of coming at you. Um, this movie also too had a lot of cool practical effects. I quite enjoyed that. Um, even the way they approached the actual zombies, it was like, in this movie you had zombies who were just kind of these brainless, just walking around, they kind of just ate whatever was in front of them, and then you had faster zombies. You had these zombies who could think, who could fight. You had like a king and queen zombies who kind of ran things and started to treat Vegas as like, oh, they were all blocked off. Well, screw you guys. We're going to make like a literal kingdom out of this, and they're making like sacrifices to humans. It was... It, it was so weird how, how they treated that versus just, you know, there's a bunch of zombies all locked up and everything's gone to hell. It's like everything's gone to hell, but with like a little bit of order. And that's probably scarier than anything else because you would have thought, it, within this context of this movie universe, imagine if they would have made like a movie where they just left it alone, right? Where they said, 
oh, okay, this is going to suck, but we'll wall it off. And then after a while, the zombies got way smarter and then just started to build up like this fortress or this empire out of Vegas using all the resources from there and then just started killing everybody on the outside world. Like, I thought that could have been a really interesting movie if they would have played it out that way. Um, Spoiler alert, they don't. It turns out there's going to be a giant air raid, which is the reason that uh, this rich casino owner wants to get his money out of there because it's like they're literally about to send just like a little nuke right down into Vegas and just blow everything up. Mm. I think the actual mission itself uh, played him pretty well. There was a lot of times where there would be like a character who would just start showing up, you know, throughout it. Like he has like a daughter who's like, yeah, I'm going to join you. I'm going to help you out. It's like, no, you're not going to join me. There's zombies. You're going to get killed. You're going to slow us all down. No, I want to help because I have a friend who's stuck in there. Batista, you really should have been like, I don't care about your friend, dude. I'm not, you're going to drag us all down. Which, by the way, she does. She gets a bunch of people killed. And there was a point in the movie where I was like, yeah, see? See, Dave? I told you. I told you, buddy. It's going to slow everybody down. Right? And there was times throughout this movie where they'd be in situations where you go, boy, if Batista really wasn't the, the star of this movie and this wasn't a movie... There'd be a lot of dead people going right now, man. There's, like, points where there's, like, hibernating zombies and this chick, like, she accidentally bumps into them and makes a lot of noise and they all wake up. And it just so happens to be that she had, like, a tank of gasoline on her back that she was carrying for the weapons. Some dude shoots it, right? There's a lot of that scenarios going on where you'd go, oh, boy, there's a lot of lot of deuce ex machina in this situation. Um... Yeah, man, I, I think the actual, uh, like I said, the, the mission's there to get the vault, and everybody does play their part pretty well. Um, the guy who's supposed to be cracking the safe, the one I, you know, thought was kind of weird. Um, there's this really cool point in the movie where they're, like, trying to set off booby traps to this safe, which, in the movie, they don't explain it. He's the only one who knows that, where it's like, you would have sent a crew of people in there, you would have got them killed, you didn't, like, why is there, first off, second off, you're in a, in a vault, like, you could totally help that guy out, but just be like, hey, by the way, um, to get into the vault, you, there's like a code, it's password, right, it's one, two, three, four, there's this, like, safe that's, like, super uncrackable and stuff like that, and it's like, you really help the guy out, man, you don't need, like, that guy, you could cut that down, but I guess for the sake of the movie, you really need it going in um yeah the 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 booby trap scene where he's he's doing that is pretty funny right the zombies are kind of dumb they're trying to make the zombies go toward the traps but they keep wanting to eat them i thought that was a cool little bit to go into that like like i said man the zombie stuff was cool the little mix between like the cgi and practicality of it i thought it was really cool getting real people in there um i i think you could really thank walking dead for that because they really know they really capitalized on bringing a lot of people in just to act like zombies. And you think, okay, well, that's a TV show. They know how to budget it out pretty well. They've been going on forever. Obviously, it works out pretty well for them. Um, but uh, working into this movie, I was like, okay, this is cool. I like this. This reminds me a lot of like The Walking Dead, um, people walking around. They got really, really good makeup on. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually got that team uh, for this movie. I, I would totally like that. Um, I, I don't know for that for sure because I didn't look it up. Uh, but yeah, there's there's even parts too where like 
<laughs> this this is the part that I always I felt kind of weird about because it was like this there's should be just a little bit more explaining in this situation just to kind of help everybody out where a zombie once a zombie's dead it continues to come back to life like even well after it's like a skeleton so even if you stab it in the head um, eventually it'll start to come back like in that moment it's dead but then I think the rigor mortis kind of sets in and then they come back to life there's a part in the beginning of the movie which they didn't ever come back to I was like god damn it why wouldn't you do that um, there's a part where there's like just piles of bodies uh, right when they walk in. You can just see like these mounds of people. And they're like, by the way, when it rains, um, all these bodies come right back to life because it's like it replenishes. Which I immediately was like, are you kidding me? What? Like, can we see a little bit of that? I, I very much want to see some skeleton zombies just walking around. They had this really cool zombie tiger. I thought that played out really well in the movie. He, that thing looked freaky as hell. I had like half her face and the other half face was like a tiger. I thought, dude, that that's, was really cool. The other, the other thing too I really liked about this movie is that there's no trying to find a cure in this. I think a lot of times in, in the zombie movies, the the idea either is to survive or to find a cure. And in and, and this movie, that is not the case on either side, right? It's, it's a mission. I need a group of people to go into Vegas go to the casino, grab my money, and then come right back out. Um, it's, you know, it, it's not trying to, it, it's not trying to give you like this weird backstory where, you know, the zombies matter or anything. It's just like the zombies are the obstacle and we need to get through that. Whether we need to mow them down or Batista bomb them, Dave. Sorry, I'm just, I was so angry at the fact that you didn't Batista bomb anybody. Um, yeah, that, like I said, the zombie tiger. Very cool. Zombie Tiger even gets a cool death in this. Like, he kills a dude just the way, like, a tiger would. It's not like it, like it pounces on him and you don't see anything. No, it's like it, it grabs his, his leg and starts pulling him around, starts playing with him. It's like, this dude is just... His death right now sucks. Oh, God, does it suck. Uh, but, yeah. And, and it's weird because in this movie, the guy who gets mauled by the tiger, he's, like, weirdly a bad guy, I think. And, the, and there's a part of this movie where you get, like, exposition where Dave is finally with his team. And he's explaining everything, and he's kind of breaking down the plan. And then toward the end of it, the guy with the casino goes up to Dave, and it's like, oh, by the way, um, I got a guy. He's just going to come with you guys. He's just there to kind of check on everything. It's like, what? You don't need a guy to check on everything. What's, what's really going on here? And then throughout the movie... Um, you see that he is trying to take the head of the queen zombie. Um, and apparently that's worth a lot of money, and there's some weird scientific uh, use for that, some type of research. And I'm sure that probably would have gone into, like, you know, trying to cure the disease or maybe trying to control it. I don't really know. They didn't get into it too much. Uh, all I know is that he wanted the head of a zombie. He did. And immediately, if you've ever seen Jurassic Park 3... You know exactly what happens, right? All the zombies, like, smell it, and they're like, I don't... The head of the queen zombie is in that guy's bag. All the zombies ever just start following that guy. Uh, but, of course, none of them really show up until, like, the third act. Because you need... You always need that. Um, actually, let me get into the third act a little bit here. Uh, I thought it was really cool. They had, like, this main alpha zombie who had, like, headgear so he wouldn't get shot. Like, he was smart enough to protect his head. I thought that stuff was really freaking cool. Um, it, even the way he plays out, it's like he's a fast 
freaking zombie that can move around and actually fight. Yeah, you don't get that a lot. You don't get that a lot. I mean, I guess you would say... I'm thinking of other zombie movies where that happens. And it's weird. I've been on a little bit of a zombie kick as of late. Just because it's like... I don't know what it is. Subconsciously, sometimes you... You watch something and you go, I want to watch something along that spectrum of that genre. So I was watching like Shaun of the Dead. And even like Shaun of the Dead, something like a comedy, you don't really get any type of anything out of the zombies other than they're just, they're just zombies, right? A lot of times in a zombie movie, it's just like people just treat the zombies like they're just that, right? And, and the character is the one who needs to get past them and... You know, there's only a certain level of difficulty that people establish with their zombies. Here, that is not the case. He's fighting. That could bite you. I thought, I thought that stuff was really, really cool, man. So, I'm weirdly, I'm on the fence about this, man. I've been talking about this movie for a little bit now. It's going on like 30 minutes. I don't, I don't know. And I'm going to bring this right back again to the idea of like, I'm not sure if Zach is doing a bit here or not. Because this movie is, it's fun. It's really fun. I I wonder, I guess it really just only matters to how I felt about the movie, which I would totally watch this again. I, I think it was. Um, this is like two and a half hours, and it, it weirdly did breeze by pretty quickly. I'll give it that. Um, yeah, I guess I could give this movie like a B. Yeah, this movie is definitely a B. It's, I think if you're looking for some type of seriousness or if you're looking for a, a Justice League-esque type of movie, you're not really going to get that. Th this isn't superhero-ish, but it, it's along those lines of like, it's very action-y. There's a lot of punches being thrown. There's a lot of action along those lines. Um, but I, I think... I, I think if, if this is Zack playing into himself, I think that's really interesting the other side of it and this is the thing that I'm having such a tough time with is that this movie is very cliche um, it, it's a lot of like we gotta get here it's super pain by the numbers we have to get here this character's gonna do this there might be some backstabbing going on oh it turns out there's a little loophole there's a checkoff gun situation where it's like the thing that I left down in the beginning I'm gonna bring back here um, I'm gonna leave one character to live Things like that. Things that you get in a pretty typical team-up movie that it, it's really just here. But it's it doesn't feel like, oh, God, of course they're doing this. No, you're watching it play out and you go, huh, interesting. There's a cliche getting the team back together. There's a cliche, you know, this character is a girl and, you know, she's a tough chick. And she don't take nothing for nobody kind of situation. It's a lot of that. Um, but it doesn't make you feel like, oh, God. Of course it's doing that. No, it's just, weirdly, it's just there. And I think it plays into it well. So, yeah. I, I feel I feel good about a B. I'll definitely give it that. I would definitely recommend this to you if, if... If you don't have anything else that you're really crazy about watching, if you're in a moment, and I, I know, I'm sure people get this a lot of times with Netflix, where you're just kind of scrolling, you're thinking, ah, there's got to be something better here. I think if you're in that moment, just immediately go to Army of the Dead. Because there's nothing else that's going to really, really make you feel as good or at least keep you entertained um, than scrolling mindlessly through Netflix. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, we will be back on our normal schedule at some point next week. We got 
uh, A Quiet Place Part 2 coming up pretty soon. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm seeing it on Thursday. Um, I'm sure we'll get an episode up for you guys pretty quickly, and I can't wait to get more episodes up for you soon. But until the meantime, I will see you guys later. See ya.